Hey, 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 welcome to the Really Charlie Podcast, where I try to bring to you some educational and inspirational speakers, whether they're authors, you know, singers, dancers, entertainers, community activists, whatever it may be. We are really trying, really, like, really, like, really, 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 really trying to get the message out. I know, really? Yeah, yeah, really, we're really trying to get this message out. So join me on the Really Charlie Podcast once, twice, three times, four times a week, it all depends. If you want your story out there, just reach out to me. And I'll put you on the Really Charlie podcast. God bless. And stay blessed. Take care. Hey, 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 welcome to the Really Charlie Podcast. Today's guest is Lorraine Benoit Tello, my friend, the entertainer that stage presence at Whites of Westport on an annually basis, probably, what, every six months, maybe? You ever at Whites? Um, probably more than that, but I don't, I don't do Whites exclusively. I mean, I do a lot there because Whites is very good to me, but... I, I've done for Okay. Um, if you can, Lorraine, turn, turn, you turn your, yeah, turn your volume down just a little bit, not too much. Okay. Um, How's that? All right, good, good. Too much? Nope, that's good. The um, so I, I'm very, very happy to have you on this this podcast. Uh, I am very, very happy to be on your podcast. I was wondering what was taking you so long. I don't know. It, it might have been the restraining order, I guess. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I don't wish it was that often. Yeah. <laughs> now, actually, somebody said something to me. Why don't you go on Charlie's? I said, I don't want to ask him Charlie to go on. You know? Maybe yeah. he doesn't want me on. Of course I do. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I have to tell you, before we get started on myself, I have always been a big fan of yours. You know that. I think you're a great person, a great friend, and I am so enjoying your podcast and the subjects that they're bringing on. I really am. Thank you. That, that so really means- uh, I look forward to them, actually. It took me a while to get on, but I actually look forward to them. Now. That means a lot. It really does. Well, um, I want to... Uh, thank you. And you mean a lot to me. Um, without hesitation, anything you ask for me, um, I'm going to say yes before I say no. And if I say no, it's only because I really, really can't do it. So, but, um, thank you. Before we move on, I just want to wish, um, my grandson, Darian Korea, a happy birthday along with my colleague and my friend, Brittany. It's both their birthdays today. So happy birthday to you. Both. Happy birthday. All right. So looks like we got a lot of friends on here already. See? That's right. Uh, <laughs> I told them I'd get restraining orders on there if they didn't show up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we um 
What we want everybody to do that's listening is share, share, share this live feed. Um, and the more that you share it, the more people listen to Lorraine telling her story on the Really Charlie podcast. So, Well, I hope it's interesting enough that um, people stay on and listen. Yes, they, they, they should. The, okay. um, all right, so I can't remember what year we met. But, you know, it's been a few years and, and ever since day one, um, I always said, wow, what a nice, nice woman, beautiful person. And um, and then when you started doing the events and I started attending them, I said, wow, she got her she got her ish together. You know, you, you do you do a marvelous job with all the entertainers and um, and it's it's a good show. There's nothing fake about them. They're really, really talented people, and they are they are professionals. So I'm glad that you well, bring that to us. I'll say one thing about that. When you do something you love, it's very easy. Yes. I happen to have some great musicians in my life, and I say this with a lot of sincerity. I can't do what I do without all of you. And I am very appreciative of the support I've gone throughout the years. And I still have a lot of people that still come back and support me and buy tables. And every show, I have new people who have never attended my show before, which I love. Yes. It's, and the other thing I have to say about that, Charlie, is I can't tell you how many people have said to me, we have become great friends with people coming to our event. Mike Monteiro tells me that all the time. He says, I met such great people because of you. And, you know, yeah. besides the music, that's what it's all about. It sure is. It sure is. And it, there's, like, when you when you walk around the room, you know, and just see people and you meet them and talking to them and uh, or even people that you haven't seen for a year or two and you're like, wow, you look great. You know, you kind of catch up. So it's actually like a, a big family or, or quote unquote friendly reunion with all our friends and, and it's it's yeah. really so and White is a good location for that too because I get Boston people, I get Providence people, you know, New Bedford people, I even get Cape people because that's where I reside. But um Yeah. And they they're good to me once I can't say about that. But let me tell you, because we talked about this on the phone the other day, how I became involved in music. Because this is an important part of my life. Um, I grew up with a beautiful songstress and pianist as a mother and a self-taught violinist as a father. Wow. Yeah, it's, it's my true blessing. I had the best parents ever. And music and faith in God is the two things that they gave me that I rely on right now. So this is how I went to sleep. I come from a family of six, and I would skip out of six. So they played all the time. I can't tell you how often I went to bed listening to my parents and the piano and the violin. And I know some of those old songs, I mean, way older than me that we sing today, but this it was a, almost like a mandatory thing. We had to take, every single one of us had to take an instrument. I mean, mm -hmm. none of us lasted in them. I took piano, but 
as well as my two sisters for two or three years. And I always tell my parents, the biggest mistake at that time that you made with us is that we went to school with the nuns and then you gave us piano lessons with the nuns and I was nunned out. <laughs> I look at it nowadays in the, the nun who was giving piano lessons, I thought at the time, and I actually reached out to her a few years ago before she passed away. And boy, I wish I could think could have continued those lessons today. Because, but you yeah. look at everything different when you're, you know, 10, 11, 12 years old. Anyway, getting back to my parents. My father, um, my mother's been playing all her life. She has a baby brand that I have now that needs to be restored when she got reached 16 years of age. She used to sing at all the funerals in the wedding. And she always said to us, I don't know if they asked me because I was that good or because I never charged. So my father, who bought and sold violins, mostly gave because he gave him a small story with a small child. He used to put it in the standard times and he'd always give a violin to a child. And the only restriction was bring it back when they stopped using it. So one year for Christmas, I went to Sydney shop this is years ago because my parents have been gone for a while. And I asked him if he had any old violins. And he went downstairs. And if you could have seen these violins, Charlie, you would have died. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you, I, I brought them back and gave them to my father for Christmas. It was the best gift I ever gave my father. And if you could have seen the outcome and how he restored them, it was unbelievable. And when my father passed, he, he left 60 violins. Wow. And um, my mother sold them. I don't know if Tiny's on there, but Tiny's been to my parents' house many times. And, um, you know, he saw the violins and she sold them to someone. My sister was working at Harvard at the time and she sold them to some guy at such a, a ridiculous price that, you know, a few of us were there. But we all got one when he passed. So anyway, mm-hmm. I could go on and on about the music and the parents and how they played at every party. And, and my mother always said, I play with them, but, you know, he's really not that good. <laughs> but that's how we went to sleep at night. Ed Sullivan on uh, Sunday nights and Lawrence Welk on Sundays. My sister and I would go in the room and dent our costume. And we know our parents went to go and move a little bit on the side. <laughs> but, awesome. you know, it's great memories. So that just carried on. And having older siblings, and I had three older brothers, and they turned me on really for the hour and be. And I remember sitting by the Virtua. Stereo, looking at the down walls for hours, and um, I guess it just grew from there. Good, and um, it's uh, it's good. It's good that you um, you know, your family has that background because you know you have a taste and a love for for music, and you know it. it so when it comes to putting on your shows, you're gonna have a good taste of it. And you say, ah, maybe, maybe we don't have, we won't have that artist this time. And you, you just know how to work your crowd. Um, everybody well, that I, I'm not yeah. as versatile in music as I wish I was, because I am an old school R&B girl, yeah. and I tell people all the time, I don't care if you're at a bar mitzvah, a Christian, a baptism, and everyone's wedding is sitting down, and as soon as, soon as you hear Motown or Soul Philly, yeah. You're up dancing. Yes. I don't care what kind of event it is. Yes. So that's my that's my not. Like I said, I mean, I know the old school things that you know from my parents and stuff, but you know, mm-hmm. 
But right. I bring in, I try to bring in local talent. I am a firm believer there is so much talent out in the Bedford area. And um, I like to keep them working. But also, I, you know, I've done Blue Notes, I've done Delphonic, I've done the virus many times, I've done Black Ivory. And that's good. And I brought in Ivory Bell, and I'm bringing Ivory Bell, and I brought him in with Rough and Smooth. I had him solo before. I had him with Blue Magic because, you know, Lee Singer Blue Magic has also done work with Dramatics. And I just had a lot of people asking me for him. I booked him twice and had to cancel him because of the pandemic. So the first, you know, I'm very loyal. I'm loyal to the big in my life. And I canceled him twice. And I said, the first show I'm doing is with Ivory because that was an agreement we made. Yeah. And it's, I mean, he's, he's, he's fabulous. And it's even he is. Better. Anybody can go on YouTube, put an Ivory, I-V-E-R-Y, and listen to him. Yeah. Well, also, I must say, this show has been very, very hard to do, challenging because of the pandemic. I had a limit on audience, I had a limit on table, I had a limit on musicians on the stage, which I understand. And even though we've opened back up, I'm really staying within those limitations because yeah. I want everyone to be safe. Exactly. We're going to so, um, go to this comment right here. Um, it says, hello, hello, Lorraine. Glad to see the legend grace this platform. Thank you for coordinating efforts to keep live venues stacked with professional and local talent. We appreciate you and everything you do. Sincerely. Who's it from? Damon Amanda. Oh. Yes, sir. It's, Thank uh, you so much. I think he's constant, good friends with my daughter. Yeah, constant supporter of this podcast. I want to see you at a show. Yeah, that's a busy man. He is really. I know. But I've heard great things about him. If he says he's going, he'll, he'll be there. But um, mm -hmm. let's see. I want to get to this point since we already mentioned it. This is everyone. This is an announcement. If you don't already know, anyone's dear to Lorraine probably already knows about this event. But for all the listeners that are just getting introduced to L Lorraine, this is one of her events that are coming up. It will be um, title is Making Musical Memories. Welcome back, Ivory Bell. Saturday, June 12th, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Whites of Westport, 66 State Road. Also, KG Express Band will be in attendance. There's no longer any VIP tickets, but there is general admission at $20. And if you, if you pay for the ticket by credit card, a dollar. Yeah credit card to service fee will be applied. All right. Charlie, can I interrupt you for a minute? Yep. When, for some reason, the site's not accepting credit cards, so they can go um, call me, cash out me, or go to Celia's downtown across the street from City Hall. Yes. So there's okay. no credit card payments. It just was a flicks in the system, so. And yeah. I didn't feel that... Uh, at this point, with the need to go and make a new flyer, but I should have told you that before. No, no problem. But uh, I'll yeah, put we're that almost sold out. Yeah, I could imagine. Especially and I could add more, but again, as I stated earlier, I, I just want everybody to be safe. Yeah, and it's it's true. We got to. But you can dance, and you can dress up. 
<laughs> Finally getting rid of those sweatpants. Yeah, we we definitely uh everyone's kinda tired of that bum look. We just wanna get dressed, you know, do our hair, go out, enjoy each other. So um, although I have to tell you that through this pandemic, even though we've we've been very safe and um tried to do the right thing, me and my circle of great friends, we still had fun. Yeah. Yep, we can you see some of the videos probably. Yeah. <laughs> so I see some familiar names. Internet Collins. We got oh, that's people. my go-to girl. Yep. That she's yeah, I call her up. You want to go to Florida? She's what's the date? Want to yep. go to Maine? What's the date? Let's go to the beach. What time? <laughs> awesome. Awesome. The Reggie, yeah, that's my sister. Reggie Victor. We even got Cecilia Brito on here. All right, so Celia owns Celia Boutiques. She's a close, close friend. It's my favorite store, and I hope it's going to be yours too. Please go buy some tickets and check out her clothing line because she's the best. I love That's you, it. Celia. Pleasant and William, top-notch stuff in that store. In sure that is. Boutique, in that boutique, you know, and you get a nice smiling face on each day. Um. Each, uh, the, you know, she's there. Cynthia still working there? Yes, she is. All right, good. Got Cynthia. Tuesdays. Got, yeah, good. Two great. She's only open Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays right now. Okay. And during the course of I think maybe July, she'll start opening back full time. All right. I know her schedule better than mine. <laughs> we got Linda on here, Linda. Linda, oh, sweet woman. Love her. Linda Gonzo? Yep, she's on. That's another one of my sisters. Listen, Linda and I share a grandson that we're very proud of. Going for his master's. So, yeah. You still spoil him? Excuse me? You still spoil him, even though he's going for his master's? Well, I never, he's not that kind of kid to be spoiled. He's he's totally different from my granddaughter, but he's placed, he works, and he goes does all his own cooking and shopping. Yeah, he's very self-sufficient and quite handsome. Good. Yeah, he's a great kid. Very proud. He once says it all the time. Very proud. He'd be very proud to have him as a grandson. And you know, he wants a judge, but she's kind of particular. Cecilia says, thank you. Appreciate you both. We appreciate you too. Staying in business, maintaining your business. And giving quality stuff to the city of New Bedford in the area. Yeah, he's a good person, Cynthia. Yeah. Um, I want to uh, touch base on some things. Uh, for one, we we talked about Chops Turner. How'd you meet that turkey? I mean, yeah. Chops Turner. <laughs> <laughs> I met Chops many, many years ago when yesterday's. In- Twin Pears. I actually used to manage Twin Pears for like 10 years. Um, Colleen Goodwell was having a birthday party and we happened to see Chops in the bone shelter. So we asked Chops if he would play at this birthday party. And I think he was kind of iffy. He didn't really know us. I think he was still living in Providence at that time. I'm not quite sure. He did have to tell you that. And we told Chops if you do this gig, and I told him, I'll make sure that you'll always work. 
So, of course, he's talented enough to spawn on himself, and he's got a lot of gigs and play with a lot of bands. But um, I put him on a lot of shows. And I most recently uh, got a call last year from someone asking me for a male vocalist on the case. And the first one I thought of was Pops. Well, it's not the first, because I know a lot of great vocals. But anyway, he had just left Tribeca, so the time was perfect. And um, he still thinks me every day for something that happened like me. I hate to say 30 years ago, but it was 30, 30 years ago. Yeah. He's... And um, that's how I mean, we have a great one relationship. I do that with, you know, Kevin Gomes works me a lot. I love Kevin. Kevin's a friend for many years. But Chops was working one night. Um, I, I try not to make it a habit of dating musicians. It's just not a good combination. But I used, I did go out with him when he came from the Delphonics. Oh. And um, we were coming back from Providence one night, and I said, let's go by the the vet. She could take Randy anywhere. And so, I mean, from Philly. He was from Philly. So we went upstairs. I believe Chops was performing. And then Chops and Randy became good friends because of that incident. But um, I don't remember if Randy sang that night or not. You're going to have to ask Chops that. I don't even know. Chops he was going to be on tonight. I'm not sure if he is. But yeah, that was, that was fun. And of course, you know, a lot of people came around because he was a Delphonic, an original Delphonic at that. But it's not because he was an original Delphonic. It's great musical memories, you know? Yeah. I brought Marley Star one time. He had a uh, new boy band about four years ago, just before he had that stroke, which he called me two weeks ago. And he tells me he's got a new band and he wants to help me promote him. And I say, Maurice. Yeah, Marie Scott, you're asking me to help you promote the band? He says, yeah. So this, when he came down four years ago with this play band from Florida, I got him, he's doing some gigs. I got him like eight gigs from Cape, Wareham, New Bedford. We even ended up at Ralph Tavares' um, retirement party at Hawthorne Country Club. And all the kids performed. And the last day we were there, they performed in my backyard for a cookout. And Maurice said to me, they made more money at your cookout than all the other gigs put together with people buying CDs and posters and flyers. But, you know, I'm happy to report he's kind of strong all the time. And I, he's a great friend. I love Maurice. Yeah, definitely. Um, I like listening to uh, Chops when he tells stories about Maurice. And, oh, and, they're very close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, in fact, that's how I learned that he was, you know, in bad health and, um, he but, sounds uh, a lot better than going about it. And funny, when he called me two weeks ago, I was with Cece from World Premiere. And it worked out well because Cece and Maurice will be back and um, Larry Wu from The Ambitions, and we're all on the phone. And so Cece got to talk to them, which you know was really nice and exciting for them because they, they didn't get to talk. Maurice called me every, at least once a month, a month, to leave the call me with Larry Wool while he would call me through chops. So, and I was stuck on him. Good. So, those are good stories. Um, so, your, your, your events were actually playing matchmaker, too. <laughs> and Tanessa says, if not for Lorraine Tello's shows, Peter and I wouldn't have had so many great dates, nights throughout <laughs> the years. <laughs> Truly had a lot of social life. <laughs> Antoinette's biased because she loves me. 
She know what? She doesn't need a date night. She's one of the best cousins. They're just a fantastic couple together. Yeah, they, uh, a lot of yeah. eyes look at them with envy. That's a, a just tell her to get just tell her to get ready for the beach. Yeah, get ready for the beach. beach partner. She's uh, and Camille. That's a beautiful couple. Beautiful couple. Yeah, they are. All right, it's never a dull moment on this podcast. That's so true. We try to keep Who's it that? real. Is that Chops? Is Chops on you? No, Antoinette. I haven't seen Chops yet. You know, he might be down the beach. He lives on that beach area, so he might be working on his tan. Oh, <laughs> Antoinette, maybe we should hook up with Chops. <laughs> yeah, he's he's not far. He could throw a golf ball, hit the water. Um, so. Let's see, Reggie Victor says, hey, some, whoops, sorry, sorry about that there. Hey, summer concerts or what on the waterfront? Okay, um, that's one really makes me very sad. Um, about five years ago, I believe, six years ago, I got contacted by the Dallas the Service Department and asked me if I would put um, music on the city pier every Friday night for like six weeks. I absolutely loved doing that. Yeah. And even though I struck by the R&B, I was able to do rock groups, not always happily, I admit, but, you know, different music I had never worked with before. I've never worked with country and western um, music before, musicians. But I brought in some really good entertainment in the city of New Bethany loved it. And it was Nan Mitchell's idea to institute that, by the way. Um, it's a great idea. I was, it just So actually, I'm trying to get in touch with something now because I, even if I did one or two this next summer, this next summer coming, I'd love to put World Premier in there who threw in the biggest crowd. Yeah. And they reminded someone of Hawkeye back in the day, show band. Okay. But, yeah, that was, that was so much fun. It really was. Again, like I said, you know, I used to do the contracts, do the bookings, doing the times, and it's a lot of stuff involved in, in doing shows. People are just hiring and sell tickets, and that's not. And the other misconception is, is that, you know, people think I make a lot of money off these shows, Shelly. I don't. Because I try to keep the ticket price down so it's affordable for them to attend. And that's what's more important to me is to keep the music going. I've never had to take money out of my pocket to do a show, mm-hmm. but I've never, never made a whole lot of money doing a show, and I'm very content with that. Yeah, I, I mean, you're you're loving the show just like we are, you know, sitting on the tables or, you know, standing by just watching everybody. It, it's, it's. I mean, I always see you got a smile on your face, you know. Uh, um, okay, that might be debated, but thank you. <laughs> oh, you. Sm- you smile more with a drink in your hand, so I'll. Just I don't keep even have a drink anymore. I'll, I'll give you water then. Just play the role. So. <laughs> there you go. For no other reason than it's just uh, I didn't quit drinking. I just haven't had the desire. But uh, um, I get that. I understand that. Do you? I keep asking myself why, and I can't. I don't have an answer. But anyway, <laughs> I also want to bring um some other things. You know, I'm out there. And people always call me up. For, not always. But like with shops. Yep. I need a singer. Do you have a bass player? Can I, I have an event? Can I have a group? Um, somebody in Onset said, can you get me 
dance every Sunday. And I've been doing that for like the last four years. And I don't do that for anybody. And I don't charge anybody for doing that. It's, um, I don't, I love it. It's just in the blood. So yeah. even um, Michael Kahn, you know, your friend Michael Kahn asked me about helping him do some music July 3rd, which I think that he's coming along. It's going to be a great event for the kids learning community, especially with this on a parade. But Michael and I are going to do a show together, Tally. It's going to be um, sports versus music. Oh, well, I think music's <laughs> going to win. Music's going to win. Well, I have a special top I'm going to wear for that podcast, and it says, Underestimate me. That'll be fun. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> so anyway, internet yeah, said, internet said, me? internet said drinking is overrated. LOL. Well, listen, we went out Sunday. And there was about six or seven of us, and um, we put on a nice show, and uh, we had so much fun. We just we put rooms up that we never have our debate, but we just the circle of friends that we have. We just click. We love one another. We respect one another. My mother, who was a wise woman, said to me, "Out of all my six children, nobody's brought more friends home like you have. So you'll always be rich in friends, but you'll never be rich in money the way you spend it." Until this day, she's absolutely correct. <laughs> But again, I, I have it. the best parents. I, really I love it. it. I love it. I love it. I know, huh? It's fun. Um, I actually wish that you owned some venues like, like you know, like the Z or any kind of theater. I wish that you had, you know, you had owned one of those buildings because I, I definitely know that you would have probably been bringing up, bringing a lot of entertainment to the city. I mean, you already do that in itself. And, um, and I appreciate you as a new Bedford resident, as a Bristol County resident that you're bringing all these musicians to our area because, well, you know, I live in Hyannis right now for many yeah, years, but yep, new Bedford will always be home. I grew up in the Krishna. I love that. You know, Jackie Stanfield's every time he sees me, tells me you need to move back home. You need to, and, and, I'm in the Bethany quite often. I'm going over that bridge. But don't, um don't listen, don't listen to Jackie. Hi, Anderson. I know, right? Jackie. Dylan. You know, do you did you go to Jackie's wedding, Charlie? Um, no, I didn't. I didn't. I did Jackie's wedding. I'm surprised we're still friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is a joke. I love him. Uh, it was one of the best weddings. Uh, with the two, music he had, it was unbelievable. To uh but people. you know, I'll tell you this. I tried doing some stuff in like I did a show with Renee Montero at Berkeley with um Tavares and the Spinners. It was a fabulous show. I've probably done Tavares more than anybody. I've gone to the Four Tops and Temptation show more times than anybody because they come to the Melody Tent every summer and they're friends. I usually okay. have a couple of tops in my backyard every summer performing. And so of course like I go to their show. But it's very hard to work with union houses. There's a lot of, lot of specifications and a lot of restrictions. So, um, but um, I am seeing there's a couple of venues in the Nebraska area that just recently opened, and I plan on, you know, scouting out and see what's going on. 
Now, um, I wanted uh, what what is the most who is the most amazing artist that you met? Whether personally, yeah, you're like, putting me on the spot. Okay, let's say I'll tell you one of the most humble um, artists I've met is Ronnie McNeil from the Four Top, who was a well accomplished jazz singer and jazz pianist. I mean, I have to move Tavares out of there because, you know, especially Tiny. Tiny's like my brother that was extremely strange folks. So I can't even talk about Tavares, but they're not even fit into this equation. But Ronnie Rivera, who comes to my house every year and said to me, as long as I'm here, I will be here with you, said to me, I am a fourth off on stage. And when I get off, I'm just like anybody else. Yep. That's awesome. So that impressed me, not maybe not so much as an artist, but as a person. One so is that what you, if you meant talent one? Yeah, I mean, he's yeah. a great singer. I'm not saying that. He has yeah. a great video uh, video on uh, Soul Train that he did a song with Tina Marie. And okay. he helped discover Tina Marie. Oh, I love her. I see. He, I he's the her. one that told Barry Gordy about Tina Marie. Oh, it's just like my friend Randy King from the Delphonics is to help put Blue Magic together. Wow. With Ted, uh, Ted Mills. It's amazing. I know. I, mean, I, I, I remember amazing stories. I remember seeing the blue, remember seeing the Blue Magic album album brand new, and um, it it seemed like it was in everybody's house, in my family. You know, they all had it somewhere, um, and I just, I mean, I, I I just love them, you know. And then if you look at the funniest thing is you look at Kevin Gomes and all them guys and, and you see them posing out different pitches and everything. And I'm saying, and that looks just like a blue magic album. Cause I would see them guys always when they would take their Photoshop's and, and the different. Oh yeah. And he had the crystal motion. Yep. Crystal motion oh, and all that. And they were, you know, they were all good friends with my cousin, Anton Rose. So. Oh, I remember Anton. So I got to see a lot of them, you know, while they were in and out. Even to Tavares when they were loading up U-Hauls, getting ready for a show somewhere, you know. And I, I mean, I, I got the benefit of seeing them guys front and center, you know. Listen, and, I say to this day, I don't care. Nobody can dispute me. I'm not biased because I love them so much. And again, I, and first, you know, Tiny and I, very Tiny, my father's daughter, that he adopted her years ago, and that's no one can touch that relationship. They are the best harmonizing group. Ever, yeah, yeah, they are. They, they, you listen to them. I don't care what song it is. Remember, they just harmonize, and they've always been like that. When when it was was it the Grammys? Remember, they were there and they were just dancing. But the kids took over. The artists took over their songs and sang their songs on the stage. And I was like, I was so aggravated because I was saying, I understand those are professional singers, but. I wanted Tavaz to sing. I want well, to- Charlie, we say that as um, probably home-based fans. I know what actually happened on that show. I'm not sure I'm free to discuss it. Yeah. But um, there's a reason for it. I get it. And I it had it. nothing to do with the virus. And um, that's, all I can, that's all I can say. It just can't. You know, love them, void their voices, and and 
Well, it was a show. If you really paid attention to the show, it was a show to introduce a lot of these new artists. Yeah. With being complimented by the older artists. But that's really what the name of the show was about. But have you seen that new video by Bruno Mars and Anthony Cat? Yes. Do you see the video? Yes, Not I did. Not the video. A video, I've seen it. With I Anthony Cat on the drum? Yeah. Look. Oh my God, that's my favorite new song. I'm gonna. I was gonna break this out on one of my podcasts, but I'm gonna do it just for you, you know. But you can't put me on stage because I'm expensive. All right. <laughs> oh my God, you sound like somebody else I know. I'm ready. I'm ready for your show, Lorraine. <laughs> my glasses. You look something like Martin Allen. <laughs> but. Uh, the um, yeah, Bruno Mars and, and Anderson. It definitely they did. I'm a, great a big thing. fan of Anderson Pack. And then they He's added. So talented. They put Bootsy Collins in the mix, and that makes it even more special, you know, because you know Bootsy behind the scenes, kind of giving those guys a young foot. Not that they need it. I mean, Bruno Mars is an extreme talent, man. I do. Well, I think that Anthony Anderson Pack was so underrated, and with Bruno Mars, that really got him out. Because I mean, to yeah. me anyway, because I'm not into rap, and I know that Anderson is a drummer and a rapper, but Bruno mm-hmm. Mars, I believe, is one of the newest artists that really brings some old school into his music. Sure, sure. Was. And you know where that comes from? That comes from his parents, you know, his dad, mom, you know, because of their, uh, you know, their desire of music and, and he was always around it, you know. Um, I can't imagine how people, and I realized this now as I got older, when I was younger, I thought music was everybody's house. Um, and we, we, to this day, there's always somebody playing music in my house. Some of them not always my choice, but I remember when my granddaughter, who's 14 now, was like five years old, and I woke up on a Saturday morning, and I was saying, where's that music coming from? And it was Tavares, and then it was Delphonics, and it was my granddaughter playing music, playing in her room, listening to old school. She ended up learning, The Whispers are one of my favorite all-time groups. Mm -hmm. And she ended up, we always playing The Whispers, and she ended up learning the song Olivia, and she knew all the words. And I told my daughter before somebody called DCF, you teach that kid a new song because she's singing a song about a prostitute. The true story. So, I mean, I think music is so important to have in the house. No matter what your desire, you know, and taste is, it's, um, but I'll tell you another cute story down at the vet. I went to see um, Danny Mendy, who I love and so talented, does a lot of with this song. He was like, I don't even know if maybe. You, you were there. I had known at the time the Blue Notes, who were very close friends of mine, were looking for a lead singer. So who's performing? I had met him once previously at the um, one of my golf tournaments he was playing, but I wanted to sing. So I called uh, Lloyd from the Blue Notes and said, are you looking for a lead singer? Because I think I have one for you. Mm-hmm. So Bernard called Lloyd, did an audition on the phone. He flew to Philly, and he got the job. That's a, Bernard is one of my favorites. One of the, And I actually booked the Blue Notes with Bernard once on the Cape and once in New Bedford. 
they both sold out. He's wow. very talented. Yeah. Um, I I like his I like when he was at the main event. Um, that was one that was up and close, you know, and uh I I also obviously loved him when he's at White's when you bring him there. So but Bernard is a great dude. Um and one of my, you know, every morning I look at my memory, excuse me for interrupting on my Facebook and I always see a lot of my shows come up and I'll say, Oh, that was one of my favorite shows. One of my favorite shows. And I said, Ryan, you need to stop doing that because they're all your favorite shows. Yeah. <laughs> I looked at a show the other day, um, Tiny and Dennis Taylor. Yep. I've been asking Dennis Taylor for a few years to please get the track on Let Me Hear the Boogies, which is my favorite Tavares song that Tiny sings. And then it should have been a hit. I'm sorry to say a lot of people don't know it, but they do it on YouTube, and I just love that that song. So Dennis did do a track to it, and I guess surprised Tiny, and they just started singing the song on stage. And Dennis said, we're doing that in every show, and Tiny said, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> but that was a great, great show. Um, my show, was, I love the staff. So on my bucket list was to put Mike Rollins from Providence and Pat Wilmoth two sax players on the show, and I did that, and they did not disappoint. Yeah. I don't know if you were at that show. Uh, but um, Mike Rollins went around the whole room. He lies on his back and plays the sax, and Pat Loomis, it was, I'd love to do that show again. I just not to many shows I want to do again. Yeah, I, I wasn't at that show, but um, anything, saxophone, I love, you know. Me listen too. to that all day. Um, one of my younger cousins, Eric, he was playing the saxophone at a very young age, and then he stopped, you know, but um, he was definitely one of my favorite saxophone players, and and he was young. I loved it. He had it, but, you know, things change when you grow up. I think you can debate the fact of what age you should start a child playing an instrument. I mean, that? I guess it depends on the individual, but they yeah. started me too young. If I was old and sing with a piano, I would have become a decent pianist. Yeah. I would never sing like my mother did. I mean, her song to Need to Fame was Ave Maria in French. She sang it beautifully. I see it. I hear somebody say it now, and the tears roll down my eyes. <laughs> but I, I think it's, I don't know, maybe it depends on the child itself. But I know it didn't work with me. Um, Lois Barrows asks, she says, ask Lorraine who her favorite female performer is. Um, God. I love Phyllis Simon, who's not here anymore making music. Um, I like Patty LaBelle. Tina Marie's one, another one of my favorite ones that's not here. Um, I don't want to say something I don't care for. And I'm not sure who I'll play. I really, I, actually, I have to literally admit that I listen to males more than I do females. I just talked to Ronnie Magnet the other day on the phone. He Ronnie and I used to do music together for years when she moved to Florida. And he told me he did a show with Denise Williams because he's doing sound down there. He said he could not believe the voice on Denise Williams. Yeah. And I never would have picked up on that. I mean, I know she can sing, but um, I don't know if I, could, if I would have chosen her, but I would definitely listen to her again. But I hope I didn't just point too low. Maybe it's somebody else I'm not re remembering right now that'll come to me. But 
I do love Bill Simon, Tina Marie. And I would say one of the all-time favorite singers in my book is, um, I can't even think of her name. I met Donna Summer one time, and I really loved Donna Summer. And she was, she was pretty good at him in the disco. What, did, oh, my what, mind's going. I'm thinking, I'm talking to someone, Sally. Did you tell me? I told me until now. <laughs> she said, how long are you going to be on? I said, Sally told me I can talk as long as they want. She went, yeah. what, shall we? <laughs> it's, it's 43 minutes. We're still, we're still good, you know. Don't worry about it. You know, it, um, out of you know, this Whitney, area is, all right, here it is. Whitney Houston, I think, is one of the all-time better singers. Yes, yes. I love the Whitney's voice. Yeah, she was a blessing. Um, and definitely, uh, I mean, she stopped so many people. Stopped millions and millions of people in, in, their, in their tracks, you know, just by that voice of hers. Um, and still to this day, she's... Actually, the, the night I had um, the Blue Note in New Bedford is she passed away and I had to announce to the artist that she had gone. It was really a thing. Wow. Really, really a thing. Even, even her acting abilities, you know, the bodyguard and stuff. She did some great movies. Just a lot of great that have, that have gone. So many. And that's Thanks why, so. you know, I have this, I have this uh, issue with some people saying, well, you don't have any originals. So there's only one original. Yeah, maybe there is. But what happens when you don't have any originals? You, you stop playing the music? Yeah. Hmm. You have to keep that music going. You have to keep it alive. Exactly. I mean, Duke is, what, 82 from the four top? Otis is the only original one. You yeah. stop listening to Temptations in the four tops? When something happens? Doesn't make... Doesn't I make hear that a lot. Got to keep it going. I mean, exactly. once in a one of the greatest. I mean, Tavares is lucky. I mean, Tavares has all original members. I mean, they're brothers, and they've they've been. No, I don't say lucky. They're blessed. I don't. Say, I don't believe in luck. I believe in blessings. Yeah. But um, a lot of them, people of older, well, Magic, I think, and hasn't lost anybody. I'm trying to think, but there's a lot of them that have gone. So uh, that's uh, is, speaking of promoters, so, here's another. Excuse me. Speaking of promoters, we got Stephen Lopes, and you know, he's saying, "What's up, Charlie? Hello, Lorraine." Stephen's done some events in Connecticut, and he's done some good things. Definitely. Uh, yeah, he just um, got in touch with me for tickets for Tommy's event. Yeah, um, I we have a lot of we, there's a lot of talent in the city that hasn't that just haven't been noticed. I agree. You know they're around, and, and, and you know, and there's so many of them. Uh, you know, I don't even know if Buddy Montero finishes CD, but I've been waiting for that. You know, I want to see the, the new CD that he bring out um, uh, that he was doing at home, and um, then COVID hit, and so. Yeah, uh, talking about Buddy Danny Montero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, because there's another Buddy Montero. Yeah, this. It, it's um so yeah the was Mar- I mean, we lost Armstead who was one of the best yeah he, he sure is and and thanks to your friend and my friend Mike Montero I was able to get a CD that Mike made for me with all of uh Armstead's music on it and it, it's 
I don't think I got that feature, Charlie. No, you got to be <laughs> certain. Part, you know, you, you move out to Hyannis, you don't get things. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I love Mike and Melinda. Mike yeah. is one of my biggest supporters. Um, yeah. We're great friends. We talk a lot. He, he called me the day we only speak often and said to me, what about doing a golf tournament, even a small golf tournament? And I said, I'll do that. So I've had some great guys play my golf tournaments. I did call up Ronnie from the Patriots alumni, and I said, Ronnie, I think I'm going to do a small tournament in the fall. Will you play in it? And he was silent for like 20, 30 seconds. And I went, Ronnie, he says to me, I, anything you've asked me since my football days, I have never said no. I can't even believe you're calling me up and putting that, posing it as a question. Whatever you have, just give me the date. Mm-hmm. Awesome, so, yeah. um, him and Roland James have always been there for me as far as you know, the Patriots. They, if, they've never said no to me. And I, let me tell you something: I've dragged them to some events. Two, two, two of my favorite. I think we're going to do a small golf tournament in the fall. Anybody, you know, I'm on Facebook. If anybody wants, anybody wants information, anybody needs anything. That's what I do. I love helping people. It's gratifying. Um, the one thing that I would like to do someday, and I don't know if I'll get back to it, is I used to raise money for the bookmobile to go to the housing projects in Augusta. Wow. And I met, you know that? I met with Scott Lang, and Scott said, Lang said, if you raise the money, you can do it. So we did it for a while. Because I found out the bookmobile was going to... Um, Sections where people could have had cards and could afford to take the kids to the library and it wasn't going to the house of And I was really upset by it. And I told something that he says, raise the money and it's going. So I did. Mm-hmm. And um, I started going out to the developments. And I remember after a few weeks, I got a call from um, one of the trustees on the board of the library. And she said, hey, I just want you to know, I'm excited. She says, 80 books got taken out from health and development. Wow. Charlie, I sat there and cried. Wow. I could not believe it. And then, you know, living and I, and then we brought 200 kids, Ronnie and I, to Buttonwood Park within walking distance. I introduced them to the bookmobile so they would know what it was when I went to the neighborhood. Tiny, <laughs> God, Dancing around Buttwood Park with two hundred kids with kids' music played by Ronnie. <laughs> they all went home with um, a certificate to McDonald's, which McDonald's donated a book and I think it was pencils. And I think I have a video someplace, but Connie did such a great job with these kids, I can't even tell you. They were exhausted, they were happy, and it was just a beautiful day in May. And I did that I think three, four years. And I was thinking about this the other day. I would love to do that again. It was, it's just so rewarding. And I'm not sure because I've lost contact and I had to stop doing it for various reasons. If that bookmobile is still going into the house and development, I hope it is. And if not, I, I hope somebody takes over. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Um, but you surround, I mean, you got tiny, Ronnie, great people. Oh, I'm uh, surrounded by great people. Are you kidding? Yeah, yeah, my biggest did. lessons are the people I have in my life. I pick and choose, though. I'm fussy. Exactly. <laughs> Um, you got a bunch of VIPs, in my opinion. I, I love, I love all your friends, especially people that go to your shows. Um, yeah, I do. 
Definitely. Manny Pina is another big supporter of mine. He's always getting tables. Great guy. But, that's another guy that gets un, unrecognized. He's another yeah, one. Yeah, I'm, I'm very good friends with Manny. He's actually very good to me. But um, I have a story about Manny, but we'll save it for another time. How right. many, I don't know how much time I have left. Got about 10 minutes. Okay. So let me touch on something because I, I wanted to say this to the last because I just, um, this is something I'm very passionate about. I don't want to start crying and talk about certain people. But this show I'm doing for Tabby is very important to me because mm -hmm. it was so important to Tabby. Yes. I was very close to Tabby, just like a lot of other people. And there's a little joke to this because Tabby used to call me and check on me all the time. Um, I got a job at Allendale. I want you to come bring Antoinette so she can learn how to play. And if I'm not working, just call me. He'll call me for all different reasons. Um, buy a table for me. Tommy, who's going? He says, I don't know. I'm just going to give him away. He says, because I'll always support you because I love what you do for us. That's what he used to tell me that all the time. The day he got engaged, he called me and I'm saying, why? I love this relationship I have with Tommy that I'm close enough. Well, the day before he went on the ventilator, I talked to Tommy on the phone. And his last words were to me, I'm going to be okay. Stay sweet, Lorraine, stay for me, I'm going to be okay. So I believe that Tommy's okay. I think it's us that he left behind us suffering and, and hurtful because I don't know anybody who could say anything about Tommy. I don't know anybody that Tommy would not help and need. So, so cool. his wish was to raise money to advocate for a you know, from these kids, because after the trips, he went to Cape Verde and what he witnessed. So his brother Vinny gave me a list. So when Tommy passed away and I got that phone call in the morning, of course, I was extremely upset. But I had a one-to-one -one conversation with Tommy. And I said, because I had not been to any wake to finish because of the COVID being a one cancer survivor, I told Tommy, this is what I'm going to do for you, and I'm going to do this fundraiser, and we're going to raise money sense of those kids in because that was your wish. So Vinny gave me a list of um, different organizations. And when I saw the library, that was it because I just gave you my history in the library. I'm an avid reader. I, I think it's very important for children to start reading books as well as adults. So um, that's when I decided to do fundraiser for the library. I'm hoping that that's going to be the biggest show turnout for Tabby. Yes. Yes. Do I want to raise money to send the cake word in Tabby's name? Of course. But he has done so much for so many people. I don't care if you go in and stay a half an hour or 20 minutes, but I'm really begging, especially the New Bedford community, to show your faith to Tabby. Yes. Because he would have definitely done it for you. We've lost a lot, a lot of great people. I mean, Toy Sports is the poet of the community. I mean, my first one from COVID was Bobby Barnstow from the Cape. And there's people who died who didn't even have COVID. I mean, anybody who knows me knows what my relationship was with John Pinto. I can't even touch him. I, I won't even touch John tonight. I can't handle that one. But honestly, yeah. 
I just really, really hope and pray that people turn out for Toddy. I don't want to disappoint him. And mm. him and Jamie Dyer for a Super Bowl. They're together right now. It's like, you know, there's so many others. I hope I'm not missing anyone or, you know, dropping names that I should not be saying. But um, there's two other people I want to acknowledge in my life before we go, Tally, before um, very important to me. And my girlfriend, I'm with my um, childhood, not the, my Martha's Vineyard friend right here. We're down the Cape together. So she has an office. I'm sitting here. Um, Vanessa Jordan, who's president of the R&B Music Society, is my sister, my confidant, and who's really steered me in a lot of places because she knows everybody in the R&B world. She's the hottest working girl I know. I have girls that I mentioned, Linda, you know, Renee, and Internet and stuff, and the one person that I really have to acknowledge who steers me and tries to steer me, she doesn't always succeed, in my everyday life is Yvonne Zayla Tosa. I couldn't be on a podcast and not mention Yvonne. And if I tell you how many times the day we talk, you'd think we're crazy. But Yvonne is one of a very close friends. The problem is I have a lot of close friends. So I'm probably missing, you know, Alicia's a close friend of mine, Kanina's a close friend of mine, Robin's a close friend of mine out in LA. I didn't even just feel locally. I just, I am so blessed. I'm not even going to go down the list of male friends I have. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably more. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, Dr. Tavi. I thought I had such a special relationship with him, which I did. And then after his passing, I found out Tavi had that same relationship with everybody. A lot of people. He has everybody. Including me. So I don't, I'm hoping I'm not asking too much for people. And the other thing is, you know, people saw what Tavi went through. He died from COVID. I'm very passionate about people getting vaccinated. Yeah. So true. Me I don't too. understand how people are afraid of the vaccination, but they're not afraid of the COVID. Yeah. You can ask Antoinette. I mean, she called me the COVID police vaccination police officer. I just think it's very, very important to get vaccination because you're not only going to save your life or a family member, you're going to save people in your community. You can walk into CVS. I don't mean this to be an ad on vaccines, but um, Walgreens, go and get vaccinated, please. Because they're talking about another surge already in September. Yeah, yeah. It's, I don't I don't think it, we've seen the last of this. So vac- vaccination is very important to me. It is. I'm still wearing my mask. I think Charlie is. Uh, I helped him too. I helped everyone. Yeah. I'm going to. Um, Lorraine, you. So everyone out there, Lorraine was talking about this man, Toby Richards, if you don't know him. And this is his fun. This is the fundraiser that she's trying to put on for him. And it's the comedy fundraiser for Toby Richards. Music by DJ Lady K, February, uh, sorry, Friday, June 25th, 8 p.m. in Whites of Westport, 66 State Road, Westport, Mass. 20. Twenty dollars per person. Tickets available to see. You can see Lorraine at five zero eight seven seven six five four seven five, or go to Celia's Boutique at William and Pleasant Street, and her number is five zero eight nine nine four three eight three three. The com comedians will be Anthony Smith, Dale Carter, uh, sorry Dale Cover, and Alan Alves, and many more. The, and the only reason why I chose this is because. 
Tommy was a comedian because yeah. I would have done just an R&B show, but I thought it was, you know, apropos to do the, he, he approached me. I, I have no concept of time in one of in so many shows I do, but he approached me and said to me, I'd like to do a comedy show. If I really help you and support you, will you do it? And of course I said, yes. Yes. We did it upstairs at the Biscar. Mm -hmm. I remember. Very, it was so dope. Very good show. It was. It was fun. And he loved it. And, you know, he just gave me this for me. And said, I said, no, Tommy, I told no. I gave him a comedian. He's like, you serious? You're a comedian. I thought I was going to get set up because um, uh, Bobby Andrade was, was heckling the comedian there. I believe it was uh, Alan. I forget which one it was, but forget his name. But you can't heckle a comedian, and if you are, don't do it near me because I don't want to be the blunt at all the jokes. You know, you talking about Bobby Andrade, the Yeah, uh, no, no, this was the younger Bobby. He's um, he works at Connie Academy, so oh, okay. He started going back and forth with a comedian. That's the worst thing you can do. So I know. Uh, it, it, people think it's funny, but hecklers are not funny at all. Oh no, I can't even. I I, it's, I didn't. It's, want not, to it's, know. Not even, it's not even cute. No, it's gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna feel it. You know, those guys are good, and all the comedians that you know, Toby was on stage with, I loved all of them, and um, it was a good show at Bisco. Yeah, it was, um, and I don't do a lot of comedy shows, I mean, I'm more into music, but when I got Lady K, who to me is one of not in itself anybody, but she's one of the best. Yeah, she really is. Oh, Lorraine, I. I really want to thank you for all that you you have been doing and continue to do. Um, I also want to get you back on the podcast to do whatever, you know. Um, I have this beauty salon segment. I, I love it. I have the best girl to do that with. Yeah, Just give me we, a day. I'm sure they'll be there. All right. I'll, I'll tell you what. We could do it very soon. And um, I got some open dates. It'll be, you know, you. I'll watch your schedule. You know, obviously, yeah. I'm going to be... Be with They're you gonna be calling me after this. Can I be one of them? Yeah. So it'll be you. I, already I thank you for all you do in the community and all the people you help. And yeah. um, thank you. You know, even reconnected with Little Flip on your show because you know I was with his uncle for many years. But I love Little Flip, and I am so proud and happy for what, he, what he's going through. And yep. I'm glad, so glad we reconnected. And we did that mostly because of your show. And you do such great things. I mean, Josh is a very close friend of mine. And they worked out every day together before Josh moved to Florida. And his show was really well received, I think. I'd like to see him back on being a little bit more informative. Because yeah. after the pandemic, who doesn't need some personal training, right? Mm -hmm. And I think that you do so much and help everybody that you possibly can. And Thank I you. truly appreciate you, not just as a podcast host, but as a person. And I mean that sincerely. And Thank you. Thank you, as well as anybody else knows me, I always give compliments when they're deserving, but when they're not, there's nothing fake about me. So I mean that sincerely, Dolly. And I thank you so much for having me on. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I hope I didn't talk too much. Listen, and, and, and Antoinette says, easy interview, huh, Charlie Perry? Lorraine <laughs> Perry <is> <laughs> All right, that's enough. <laughs>
But listen, I'm supposed to make it easy for you, right? Yeah, of course. I'm not. I, I keep my mouth shut. And all Would you have, did you have any questions that you want to ask that I um, kind of took over? No, listen. The questions I, I would ask, you already answered. You know, the stories is what I wanted. Uh, we talked about that. I want you to, uh, you know, tell all your stories. You know, I got oh, all I these. can't tell them all, Sally. All right. Yeah. <laughs> listen. All right. I'll take the time. I'll write them all. I'll go to your house, meet you up at High Hannes. But uh, before I drink, I want to hear yeah. the story, you know? Yeah, always welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Just, um, just you and Michelle think of my something now, because I love to cook. And um, as long as I'm home, you're welcome. I have a nice big yard. Thank to, you. To you know, cook outside. My pool needs to be clean. I need somebody to come and clean my pool out. Okay. And um, fire pit. No, it's fun. It's good. I, you're more than welcome. Thank you. Thank you. The um, okay. people happy. It's a great interview. They said Lorraine should have her own TV show. Who said that? Yeah, let's see. No name here, but it says Lorraine should have her own TV show. <laughs> yeah, <that's the> <laughs> oh, so, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, so listen, I just, I'm going on um, Michael Conn's show tomorrow night with Ivy Bell. Yep. Uh, Chops asked me to go on his show with Paul Santos. I, I don't know about confirming that one. But June 16th is the night that Michael and I are supposed to do that sports versus music. Uh-huh. I guess it's it a few days later. This was just a one-time thing, and I think that's going to be loads of fun. I got a few surprises for him. So I hope yeah. everybody goes and watches that after it, but, you know. That's it. Take but anyway, other than that, my show's June twelfth. I have another one pending in July. I always do um, a Libra party in uh, October. Hopefully, I do a Christmas one, a Valentine's one, and then maybe retire. No, no. <laughs> you ain't retiring. You can't. You can't. No. Your, your friends need you to do what you're doing. The mm -hmm. um. What I want you to think about is those three other guests, and we're going to have you on the beauty salon segment. So, you know, oh, I, that's easy. I tell everybody they don't have to go nowhere. I'll send them a link, just like I sent you. And so you we can only it. have four, right? Yeah. Well, I could do, I could do five. Um, no, we could do four, and I got another four for another time. Yeah, and we could, uh, you know, the thing is, is um, you guys are the conversation. I don't say nothing. I keep my mouth shut. You we don't have talk. a problem with that. You guys just talk to talk like if you were at a beauty salon. Talk Can about we do our theme song that we always sing every event? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> do what you wish. Do we always do. Check it out. <laughs> <laughs> they call us, don't the case, they call us the tomorrow. Tomorrow. <laughs> Trying to shake this head. Antonis always worries mad. I thought we were going mad for. We're just having fun. We already we butchered the song every time. <laughs> we're definitely not competition. I gotta see that. I have to see that. Oh my god, we just did that uh, Sunday. That's on my bucket list. Uh, that you know, Angelo just texted me. Angelo, yeah. um, Angelo yeah, Howard. He He's the one that said I should have my own talk show. Yeah. Angelo's another good friend. I love Angelo. Good. Awesome. So, well, my dear, you please stay blessed 
and I'm here for you. And uh, we'll we'll talk in I guess in a couple of weeks when you want to have that that beauty salon segment here on the Really Charlie podcast, and uh, we'll get that done. Anytime, you just let me know the date, and I'll I'll get the crew together. All right. Thank you so much for having me. It was really fun and enjoyable, and I appreciate you. Um, my show is doing very well. I need some help with Tabby's show. I want it to be a big success for Tabby. And uh, my sh- I will dedicate my show to twelfth for Tabby. I will have an empty seat right in the front for Tabby and probably Jamie, Jamie Dias because they traveled together a lot. Mm-hmm. And um, just let's all celebrate as one. I love my musical family. I love my family. I love my friends. I want us all to be safe. I want us to be happy. Love one another. Exactly. And if you don't and there's a conflict, talk it out. We can all be better people. Yes, we can. And thank you, Charlie. I love you. And um, we'll talk soon. I thank love you for it. having me. Oh, my pleasure and my honor. Thank you very much. Um, you need me? Give me a holler. All right. I definitely will. I appreciate that. Thank and you. you know what? If you need me, pick up the phone. I sure will. I sure will. I don't know what I can do for you, but you can try. Hey. All right. Good night. Good night, audience. Thank you for joining in. Good night. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Lorraine. Top shelf. Top shelf person. Quality. Quality person. Is the reason why we all love her. Because she stays who she is. She just stays exactly as she's just transparent, you know, definitely uh awesome person. I, I'm very honored to have her on the show. And thank you, all the guests, all the comments. You guys are definitely, um, you know, really did a good job with the comments. You got to make a woman like Lorraine smile that we're paying attention to her because she pays attention to us on a daily basis. So thank you for tuning in and, and, Definitely giving her her flowers while she's standing. Great woman. And uh, can't wait to have her on again. All right, y'all. Thank you for this great podcast. Without you, I wouldn't have any podcasts. You continue to listen to it. You can find the Really Charlie podcast on StreamYard, Anchor, Spotify, Facebook, and YouTube. Please subscribe to the channel on youtube i really appreciate it and please share 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 all of these live podcasts i'll be back on tomorrow my next guest will be the barbershop segment where i have four guys on here reggie victor mike montero third uh kyle Vieira, dirty dirty and little Known young gentleman, Joseph Jackson, they will be on tomorrow. And then the following day, we will have the beauty salon segment, which we have four women on here. Melissa um, Ortega Costa, Romina Miranda, uh, Stephanie Santos, and Nicole Valentin will be on Wednesday. So please stay tuned. Love you guys. Thanks for tuning in again. Be blessed. Stay blessed. God bless. Take care.